Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello, hello, welcome to episode 41, Overcoming Constant Fatigue. So I just want to remind you guys, before we jump into fatigue today, what one of the biggest drivers of fatigue is? Sugar. (laughs) Blood sugar imbalances. And because I know that so many of you struggle with this and your sugar addictions, and I hear it all the time from you on my Instagram, in my DMs, going... I can't give up the sugar and it's too hard and especially when you've been in lockdown or you changes to routine or you're sleeping in more or you're staying up later you feel like you need to get off this sugar bandwagon and you just can't and then on top of that you might end up on a bit of a caffeine roller coaster you then have more sugar cravings your energy then goes up and down even more so I think it's time that you join me for my five days, five ways to overcome sugar cravings challenge. Okay, so on October the 11th, we are going to reduce the sugar, add in some delicious recipes, maybe even lose some weight. Who knows? But most importantly, we're going to have more energy, less brain fog, no more digestive pain and just really start to feel good again. The thing is, when you understand why you're having these sugar cravings and address the root causes of these cravings, rather than just reaching for another quick fix, aka Maltesers, chocolate, lollies, whatever it is, then we start to see the change. So in five days, we're going to cover snacking on day one, the power of protein on day two, why I love carbs on day three, controlling your caffeine on day four, and then on the last day, those epic root causes to those sugar cravings. So you're not going to want to miss a second of this. Make sure you reserve 60 minutes each day to join the live call or watch the replay. Create the daily recipe. Don't worry, super easy. Um, But most importantly, it's free, it's fun, and it's the perfect challenge for you and your girlfriend, sister, mother, or even your work wife. So join the link in my show notes, the link in my bio on Instagram or on my website. Make sure you look for that confirmation email that's going to have all the information. And each day of the challenge, I will email you before I go live. You can join me live on Facebook or on Zoom. It will be connected or you can watch the replay after work later that night, whenever it is. Just make sure you look out for the recipes and look out for those downloads, okay? Because they are what's going to give you the most value is the videos, talking through, learning with me, and then actually applying that stuff so that we can make it easy and achievable rather than being something that feels so out of reach. (laughs) So... Let's talk about fatigue and how this can link into so many other aspects of your life. So every single client that works with me, so I'm Sheridan, (laughs) starts by rating their fatigue as a concerning issue that is impacting their life. So when they fill out the initial intake forms, it's like, how tired are you? How stressed are you? When's your energy the worst? When is it the best? So 
That can vary from person to person. Some people really note that in the morning it's great and they feel good and then in the afternoon they totally bottom out. But some people are the opposite. As their cortisol slowly picks up around midday and maybe they're a coffee in, maybe they don't drink coffee, but often they're one or two coffees in, then they start to feel good. And then it comes to the evening and they're like, oh, now I can't go to sleep because I've got this second wind and I've got all this energy. So what's going on with that? We're going to dig into that a bit today because through some dietary changes and some lifestyle changes, we can see a huge improvement in energy, mood balance and quality of life. So usually within the first couple of weeks, this is one of the biggest changes I see in women. And Today, I want to dive a bit into my own story with fatigue and how I went from literally falling asleep in my office desk at 1, 2, 3 p.m. to actually enjoying my afternoon workouts, enjoying getting outside, looking forward to it and having that constant stream of energy during the day. And there's one huge factor that played a massive role. So the main causes of stress on the body are usually internal and external. So If we're talking, you know, internal, we're thinking about, okay, what's going on with your gut health? Is there parasites? Is there pathogens? Is there IBS? Are you absorbing your nutrients or is this leading to B12 and iron deficiencies, which definitely will be making you tired? Like if there's problems with your uh, small intestine, so let's say SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, that can be blocking the absorption of these essential nutrients. So remember, it's not particularly always, always, (laughs) don't take this out of context, it's not always what you eat, it's what you're absorbing as well. So you can have the best diet in the world, and I did back in the day, but I wasn't absorbing anything. So if you're not absorbing these nutrients, you don't have the building blocks to move forward and to feel good. So what's going on internally? Is there parasites that are taking, you know, those iron and nutrients and supplements that you're popping into your body? Is there candida overgrowth or bacteria overgrowth that your immune is fighting? And when it's fighting, it needs more cortisol because it's got this inflammatory response going on which then is going to impact your hormones and that beautiful, delicate hormone balance as well. So we need to think about that and go, okay, well, what's going on hormonally? What's going on with my gut? What's going on with this bacterial balance? What's going on with my microbiome? If you've got low levels of good gut flora, you're not going to digest that food. You're not going to break it down properly. You're not going to absorb those nutrients. And that in itself is also going to cause stress on the body. So It's really important to assess what's going on internally. And then on top of that, you've also got to go, okay, well, internally, yes, yes, Sheridan. Okay, okay, I've got a bit of bloating. I get a bit of constipation. I get a bit of loose stools. So something's not right with my gut, whether it's dysbiosis or I don't know. But also externally, what's going on? And this was a massive factor for me as well. It's like, well, if you're dealing with constant daily stress, you feel really down, you're you're battling, you know, finances, plus whether it's study or it's a family or it's trying to put healthy meals on the table, whether it's social catch-ups, whether you have a sick family member, whether it's a change in your constant travel plans or your work plans because of these outbreaks around the country. So it's 
It's recognizing what in your external environment could be causing stress and could be impacting not only your IBS or your gut health, but also that fatigue. Like if you're in that constant planning, organization, rejuggling, going, finances, spend this, don't spend that, that's that's a lot of stress. Like that's a lot of things. Your body's going, whoa, whoa, what is what is going on? What do I focus first? What's the biggest tiger in the room right now that I need to fight? Okay, so it's it's got all these external things. And then on top of that, if you're then putting extra sugar, extra alcohol, extra caffeine, low levels of nutrients in your body, it's just girl, you're one hot mess. <laughs> so, uh, there's, there's a lot going on there and you really need to start to break that down. Okay. Now, let me talk about myself for two seconds. <laughs> um, I was dealing with all of those things. Okay. So that's a massive cocktail of messiness. All right. And I was falling asleep at my desk. I was fine in the morning because my cortisol response was so high because I had so many gut bugs that overnight it would spike. And in the morning, I would have all this extra energy, which I didn't realize wasn't energy. It was just cortisol driven, which gets me through the day. And I do all the things. I feel really good. And I do two to three workouts a day. And I'm doing, going, 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 going. But then in the afternoon, I would just crash. I'd be so exhausted unless I was having another coffee. Okay, so it's understanding, okay, that was too much. That was too much for me if I'm crashing in the afternoon. So by working on my internal stresses, so my gut health and removing those two parasites, removing that candida, healing that leaky gut lining, as well as working on the external stuff, laughing, meditating, dancing, stopping the high intensity exercise, Sheridan, just slow it down. (laughs) So that was a really, really big thing for me. And I'm so passionate about that when I speak to my women and my clients, and you're going to see this in the five day challenge that there's more than just one thing. When you're addressing fatigue, there's so many other issues and so many other stresses on the body. And our five-day sugar-free challenge is really addressing one part, five parts of one part. You know, like a sugar addiction is just a surface problem, but what's underneath it? And you'll see this in one of our daily learnings, but that whole iceberg effect, okay? So you think about, well, What's above the surface that you can see? You're like, you're tired, I'm stressed, and I'm craving sugar. Let's just pick three. I'm sure there's a multitude of symptoms, so let's pick three. Okay, but what are the underlying causes of it? Oh, candida's telling me to eat sugar. I'm low on energy, cortisol's dysregulated. There's all these underlying things that are causing the issues, all right? So iceberg, think about it now. We get fatigued when we have gut issues, okay? So what caused my fatigue? Yes, it was the ongoing gut issues, but it was also the external stuff. So it's always a combination of things. Also assessing that overtraining, that exercise, your diet. So not only your nutrition, but your calorie and macronutrient intake, Now, I was a calorie counter for years, okay? I counted it. I was on that 1,200 calories. If I had a day where I ate under 1,200 calories, 
I felt so powerful because I was like, yes, I did it and I'm under and I'm still alive and I'm losing weight and I'm tiny. I'm way too tiny, but I didn't recognize that at the time. I wasn't eating enough carbs. I wasn't eating enough fat, but I never linked that to my IBS and my fatigue. Never. I never thought they were connected. No one told me they were connected. I just thought, well, Calories in, calories out, that just means weight of my body, weight not my body. I didn't know how much body fat I needed to have a period. I didn't know that I needed it for correct hormone signaling. I didn't know that I needed it for cortisol and adrenals and thyroid and all this other stuff. So again, fatigue, what are you eating? How much are you eating? And are you eating enough of those big macronutrients, protein, carbs, fat to fuel your body efficiently? Now, coffee does play a role as well. So, and this is probably the biggest thing that I've learned, even to this day with having, and I've done a stool test recently, and yes, there's one nasty bacteria in there that I've picked up, but other than that, my good microbiomes are loving life, which is amazing because, um, can I just brag for two seconds, how far I've come, how far I've come at to my age, 27. Um, when I was 17, 18, my gut issues were so bad as well. So 10 years of it. And I look at, oh, I just makes, makes me want to cry because it's just so incredible. But it can get like that. And my gut is really good now. And I have, you know, regular bowel movements each day. They're formed, they're pain-free. Unless I've eaten and I've just done the celiac testing and I'm going to talk about this in an upcoming podcast because I think it's really, really important because I have just been through the process of it. So if I eat a food like gluten, which I have a massive response to, then yes, my bowel movements will change. But generally they're good. Generally my energy is good. My hormones are quite good depending on my stress. I still miss periods if I get stressed, um, but I will dive into that in another podcast. But controlling your caffeine intake is really important. If I have a coffee, like a double shot on an empty stomach, or I have two coffee, coffee, coffees, <laughs> two coffees back to back. Wow, Sheridan, how many coffees I had this morning? One, I promise. Um, then I do notice that energy dip in the afternoon. I feel great in the morning. I get a lot done. And then the afternoon, I'm going to ride off. So it's really sensitive day to day. And I'm the same with alcohol. It'll really impact my ability to function and to you know do things and the next day I'm I'm really sensitive to it and not everyone is and that's okay but if you are try like for a week having one coffee a day and see how you feel in the afternoon rather than having a couple and having one in the afternoon um just try and see how that that plays with that circadian rhythm because it is it does play a massive role in fatigue Then the other things you need to look at, and this is my five top tips for the podcast for today. One, join the free free sugar-free challenge because that's going to be awesome and it's going to get you leaps and bounds ahead. Two, assess your caffeine intake. Three, stabilize your blood sugar levels for good energy. So protein, carbs, fats at every meal. Four, assess B12 and your iron because they can be contributing factors. If they are low and you have gut issues, you need to work on the gut issues. Yes, you can supplement. No, it may not work if you've got bacterial overgrowth because you won't absorb them. All right. So that's my short and sweet 
on fatigue and on energy and my story with it. But I really do want you to join me on October the 11th, five days. It's free. We're going to look at your snacks, look at your carbs, look at all these things, get off that sugar roller coaster. You're going to learn heaps about those root and underlying causes because that's what I really, really want you to walk away from. It's not just a sugar addiction. It's deeper than that. It's bigger than that. And there are reasons why you want that sugar or why your energy is so low. Okay. So Please think about that. I would love it if you left me a sneaker review on today's podcast. Please flick some stars my way. You can do that on Apple. Um, That's the easiest way to leave a review. Yeah, just means a lot and it pushes my podcast out into the world of podcasts, which I think is really important because I really, really am passionate about women overcoming these issues. So please reach out. I'd love to hear from you and have a fabulous day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.